everybody. This is Molly with Fascinating Folks. I'm so excited to introduce our guest of the evening, Miss Leah Schweig. Do you want me to say your last name? I don't care. Miss Leah Schweiger. <laughs> Hi, Leah. Hello, Molly. How are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? <laughs> I am wonderful because I'm here with you and oh. we're outside on your back patio. We are. Leah has a beautiful home. Oh, it looks like you. she lives in a fairy tale here. Well, it's my parents' house, but. <laughs> well, it's a fairy tale. Yeah. And um, you have birds chirping and just a beautiful night. So. Yes. Well, to get started learning about you, because you're definitely a fascinating person. I love to ask people this, what color best describes you and why? Okay. I've got quite an answer for this one. <laughs> um, the other day I've been asking all of my guard girls to do like icebreakers every day. Mm -hmm. Cause we've got some new girls on our line. And one of the questions was we went around and like said what we thought, like what color we thought everyone was. Every single one of my girls told me I was yellow, which I never would have picked for myself. Mm -hmm. um, but it was very interesting. I don't know if it was because I was wearing yellow that day, Oh, <laughs> um, which could have had something to do with it, but they all described me as yellow. Mm -hmm. So I guess yellow because they said, but I, like if I had to pick, I would think not necessarily one color, but I think I would be like pastel colors. Okay. Because I think I'm like colorful, but like in a more muted and like softer way. Because I'm kind of shy sometimes, but I still think I'm colorful and fun. If I that makes that. sense. So maybe you would be pastel yellow, or is there a pastel color that you gravitate towards? Um, honestly, like just all pastels. Maybe purple. Like a lavender. Know. Maybe. I see you as lavender. That's so interesting. That's um, so funny, like, yeah. how people, like, just kind of, like, see someone and they're like, you are this color. I think you would be lavender. You're very relaxed. You're well-mannered. You're calm. You're classy. Well, thank you. You're sweet. You remind me of Audrey Hepburn sitting in her garden on a spring afternoon okay. and you're just okay with the world. Well, thank you. So I could see you as lavender. Um, I could see you as pastel yellow too. I'm curious, why did the girls see you as yellow? Um, I think part of the reason was just because I was wearing a yellow t-shirt that <laughs> so day. So it influences. Yeah. Um, but they said like, I'm just very bright and mm -hmm. bubbly and outgoing and they see like a very, I guess, different side of me because when I'm at band, I kind of have like a leadership role. So I feel like I'm more outgoing. Leadership screams yellow and gold. Okay. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Um, so yeah, you could be yellow. I feel like in different segments of life, we might scream different colors. I guess so. Yeah. But I want to go back to the pastels. So you said, I don't want to make you feel like you have to pick a pastel, but if you had to pick one color, would it have been pastel purple? You think probably why? Why, why, why? Why? Honestly, <laughs> just because I like that color. Okay. I don't know if, like, that's, if I think that's the one that fits me most. I think, for me, it's just, like, pastels in general. But I like pastel purple the most, so I'm going to say okay. pastel purple. And you're wearing pastel pink. I am. What does your shirt say? It says, mightier than the waves of the sea is his love for you. From Psalms. 
I love that. So Leah is a Christian girl. Yes, I am. She loves Jesus. I do. Uh, Leah, when did you get saved? Um, I just want to right into it. That's a very good question. I That's something that I've been like thinking about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was probably... I don't remember like one specific moment. I just remember like mm-hmm. there was a one point where I was like, I need to like start going to church and build an actual relationship with God rather than mm-hmm. just going to church to go to church. You and, always believed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up in going to church mm-hmm. um, and like you go and you learn the Bible stories, but that was kind of like my extent of church up until like, it was like junior year of high school. So probably like 2016 mm-hmm. or so, mm-hmm. um, I started just like going to church by myself. You did. I w- yeah. That's awesome that you did that. Yeah. And that's where I like actually started pursuing a relationship with God rather than just going, sitting, doing my mm-hmm. weekly duty to go on Sunday and learn mm-hmm. a Bible story that week. Mm-hmm. And it, I, yeah, that's when I like started going t- with intention intention that is a great word and you've continued this intention until now yes I like that you said you don't remember a specific moment when you got saved because I would always struggle when people would ask me you know what brought you to Jesus when did you get saved and I always said I don't have a big story ever since I popped out of the womb I feel like I believed Mm -hmm. um and of course through life like I've gained testimony and I've grown closer to Jesus but I didn't Mm -hmm. have one specific moment of course you know I did get baptized at some point. Yeah. And that was amazing. But do you have any specific testimony? Um, you might have many, of course, that you remember in recent years or in past that you saw God work in your life? Um, well, <laughs> I think like the biggest thing was just kind of going through a phase in life where I was not making some of the best choices, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. being a teenager. Okay. Doing all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and I just remember I was like really down on myself and I was blaming myself for a lot of things that happened that weren't necessarily my fault. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this isn't good like I don't like how I feel I don't like how I'm living I don't Mm -hmm. I don't like it and I kind of just had this realization like but if I want to change I need Jesus Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where I was like all right I'm gonna I don't know where to start so I guess I'll go to church and figure it out there and here you are yeah that's awesome do you have a bible story that you always go to You know, if you just had to pull Hmm. open your Bible and you wanted to open a Bible story or open a chapter of the Bible, is there something you gravitate towards, too? Um, not really. Okay, well, maybe the story of Esther. Oh, okay. I honestly don't know why. I just, like, I really love that story Mm -hmm. and just her faith and her passion to live out her faith even Mm -hmm. um like through trials and tribulations Mm -hmm. she just like always remains faithful Mm -hmm. and I know that's something that I've struggled with when like things get hard I kind of 
forget to pray. Mm -hmm. Um, that, I think, yeah, I think the story of Esther. Well, thanks for sharing, Leah. Thank you. Let's go back to when you were talking about your color yellow. Yes. You said your guard girls. Can yes. you explain your guard girls? What's this all about? Um, so I have, last year and this year, I have been helping out with Canton Central Catholic High School's marching band um, as their color guard coach. What's color guard, Leah? So color guard is like when you see a marching band and a parade or on a Friday night, mm -hmm. it's the flag line. Or sometimes they like twirl other things. Sometimes it's a dance line, but mm -hmm. most of the time they've got flags. So I coached them. Were you in band in high school? It was in band. What did you play? Um, I played the oboe in concert band. Mm -hmm. And then in marching band, I did cymbals for a year. And then I did guard for three years. Now, before we talk about guard, do you think cymbals and do you think oboe would be the instruments that best describe you? Or do you think another instrument better describes Leah? Because I know oh of an instrument gosh. that I think describes Leah. I on it. Oh, this is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that sounded very musical. Um, <laughs> I don't think cymbals describe me. Clang, clang, clang. I, yeah. Now you're relaxed. Know. That's not very lavender. I mean, maybe when I walk into guard practice and I'm like, all right, let's go. But like. Overall, I don't think symbols describe me. Maybe the oboe does, mm -hmm. but whenever I think of oboes, I think of ducks. Everyone in band called us the ducks because that's kind of what they sounded like. So I guess like ducks are yellow too. So maybe maybe, maybe it is yellow. The oboe. It's your... <laughs> I like that. Why'd you choose the elbow? Um. Well, I started playing clarinet, and then I honestly kind of got bored and wanted to try something new and. The oboe's harder, isn't it? Is the that oboe's... a hard instrument? Yeah, it's pretty difficult. What's difficult about it? The mouthpiece? Yeah, the mouthpiece is weird. It's a mm -hmm. double reed instrument. Um, so it's just like, yeah, it takes a lot of breath support. Fingerings are complicated. Mm -hmm. Could you still pick up the oboe and play it today if someone asked you? Probably not. What about the cymbals? Could you do a rhythm? Um, yeah, I could do quarter notes. <laughs> Julia, you got good humor. Thank you. Now, why did you choose to get into guard? Um, when I was in middle school band, the high school band director asked me if I would be willing to help with like equipment for football games. And so I started helping the guard when I was in like sixth and seventh grade. And so like from a young age, they always like just kind of treated me as another member of the flag line, number another member of the color guard. So I like, yeah. Do you like the dancing portion, the flag twirling? What's your favorite part of being on the guard? And do you have a memory of guard Ooh. that stands out to you? I honestly, I like to switch it up. Mm -hmm. I liked, I always had fun when we would like do different things. Mm -hmm. There was one year we, I remember we did we twirled hula hoops for one of our songs that we did. Get those hips moving, girl. Um, but, like, we didn't do them like traditional hula hoops. We, like, twirled them like oh, we would with a flag. Oh, that's like, awesome. we did a whole routine, like, spinning hula hoops around. Uh -huh. um, yeah, so that was fun. So, I, 
yeah, I think that's like probably my favorite thing is just like doing other stuff and being creative with it. You're a very creative girl. Thank you. Um, you used to do theater. I did used to do theater. You used to sing in a show choir. I did. You were a model. I did one thing for modeling. I'm going to ask you to tell us all about this, but I think it's funny because we're talking about you being creative and I feel like the first time we hung out is a little seventh and was it seventh? I was a seventh grader or a sixth grader. Was it then? I, I, th I think so. I think the first time I remember us hanging out was Power of the Pen. Was Power of the because I was in Power of the Pen. Well, you would have, because it was in seventh grade, because I remember that was when I was, you know. Okay. Yeah. No, I <laughs> And you weren't in Power of the Pen yet. Yeah. Because I, I rem remember, it was that. the summertime before I would have yes. went to eighth grade. And we went to Maslin Public Library, and our parents yes. set us up on a friendship outing. Yeah, and, and we went and we did like we painted we do a painting contest, and you painted a beehive with I, bumblebees. Yes, I have it somewhere. Do you really? I have no clue where, but it's in a box. Do you know what somewhere. color that beehive was? It was yellow. <laughs> um, that's fine. Maybe I am. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it had a lavender okay. flower on it. I don't know. Um, but that was the first time, and it was creative. And yes, you were in Power of the Pen, which is creative writing. Can you tell us a little bit about your creative pursuits and why you like being creative um, and how you've seen your imagination play out over the years? Um, yeah, I guess my biggest creative pursuit right now is flagline and color guard and making up routines and choreographing and um, getting to work with band and still be a part of music in a way that I never thought I would be. I never thought I would be like, you know, a, um, working for a marching band. If I always thought like if I did music, I would mm -hmm. do plays and musicals and stuff. Um, so it's just like a different avenue that I'm still doing creative things. What kind of music do you listen to? If you're just walking around your backyard or you're just rolling around on your floor, what kind of music do you listen to? Um, I have like, I listen to a lot. Mm -hmm. I have a wide variety. My Spotify playlist is all over the place. Give us a few. Um, mostly country and oh, you worship. Do like, you do like country and you I do, do like, like your worship. Yeah. <gasps> Those are my top two go-tos. Do you have a favorite singer? Um, I feel like it always changes, but right now I'd probably have to say my favorite country singer is Jordan Davis. I went and saw him in concert with Dirk Bentley with my friend Jensen, um, and he was absolutely incredible. Did he sound very good live? He sounded amazing live. Does he have a song that just hits your heart? Um... He's got a newer one out. It's called Next Thing You Know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard that one before. I listen to a lot of genre, genres, but usually not country, unless I'm at the horse farm and okay. I'm feeling it. Okay. But if I'm just in my car, it's usually 50s through 80s. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I like his song Next Thing You Know. It's like about talking about how like life moves really fast and like mm -hmm. it's all of these phases of life and it's like next thing you know, it's on to the next. What's your next phase in life? My next phase in life is probably getting married. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do that over a mic. <laughs> Miss Leah is getting married. I Tell am. us about how you met Mr. 
dreamy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is that what you call him? No. Usually I call him Stud Muffin. I like that. That's cute. Picture a little muffin. <laughs> <laughs> um, we met in a campus ministry group. So again, back into like Christianity and everything. Um, I started going to, it's called Chi Alpha Campus Ministry. Um, and it stands for Christ's Ambassadors, mm -hmm. but it's like the Greek letters for that. So, um, I went my freshman year of college and then I stopped going for a while. And every single semester, the director would text me and be like, Hey, we're meeting at this time this semester. You should come join us. And I would always come up with all these excuses about like, Oh, I've got a class at time. Um, and then that semester he texted me he's like oh we're meeting like at a church i was like oh well i don't drive so i mm -hmm. can't get there and he's like no problem we'll have someone come pick you up and i was like oh okay and i was kind of like falling off with my relationship with god for a while and um i went back and we had our service we would meet tuesday afternoons and I kind of walked back in and a lot of people that I met my first semester had already graduated. So I didn't know a lot of people anymore. So I was sitting there and during the service, he mentioned something about me knowing martial arts. Mm -hmm. And after the service, this guy walks up to me and he holds his hand up above his head and he goes, do you think you can kick my hand? And he was pretty tall. And I looked at him, I said, Probably not, honestly. I haven't done it in a while. I'm wearing jeans, like, again, mm -hmm. making up all these excuses. And he was like, oh, come on, just try, just try, just try. And everyone was like, go ahead, kick him. <laughs> and I was like, listen, if I kick you, that's on you. Like, mm -hmm. I tried to warn you. He's like, fair enough. He's like, I'll take the blame if you kick me. And so I missed his hand, but I grazed his sh shirt with my foot, barely touched his stomach. So, like, I hardly mm -hmm. kicked him. But yeah, that's the story and of how we met. How you met? Were you immediately attracted to him? I always thought he was cute from the get-go. Mm -hmm. I found out later that he did not immediately think that I was cute. <laughs> he did not have a crush on me at first. Okay, he didn't. It's not that he didn't think it was You're cute. You're so funny. He just thought that I wasn't going to be, like, fun. He thought I was kind of, like... Serious. Yeah. Oh, because you're a very attractive girl. <laughs> Thank you. She is. All my friends are stunning. Well, You're stunning. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. God makes everybody beautiful. I truly think so. Um, but I, I like that. But, you know, the attraction grows. You get to know each other. Yeah. And that's now you're getting married. We are. Oh my goodness. Uh, when do you plan on getting married? Or is it kind of hazy? It's, we're still planning. You're planning? <laughs> he's in school right now and I'm working. Mm -hmm. So um, we're just saving up and kind of waiting a little bit. I mean, that's smart. You're so young. You yeah. know, take your time, relax. You have each other and yeah. it's beautiful. I hope the best for you and your future with your spouse. Thank you. Let's go back though to your martial arts because I feel <laughs> like this is something so interesting about Leah. She's a martial artist. Tell us about all your belts. Tell us about what you do. Um, Why did you do it in the first place? You're like Elvis. He liked karate. 
Well, I started <laughs> actually because there was a school that opened up right down the road from our house. Mm-hmm. And my brothers were all very athletic. I was, I am not the athletic one in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, my brothers all were like, okay, it's another sport. Let's try it. So yeah. they were going and I would be there to watch them. How old were you? I was 13. And all your brothers did martial arts. They at least tried it. Okay. Griffin didn't stick with it. Mm-hmm. Emerson did it for a little while. Um, but since I was there all the time, their teacher was like, hey, you should try it. It'd be good for you to... Oh. Tulip. Sorry. <laughs> Tulip's her dog, and she put her paw up at the window and looked yearningly She's outside. just very curious. She's very cute. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> but since their teacher, like, saw me there, he's like, you know, it'd be good for you to learn mm-hmm. some self-defense. And he's like, you're here anyway, so why not try it? Mm-hmm. I said, Okay. And I just kind of found a, like, a hidden talent, I guess. I didn't know I had. How many belts do you have? Um, I have two black belts. Wow. Yeah, that's something not a lot of people know. And and you did jiu-jitsu? I did karate and kung fu. Oh, and kung You didn't do jiu-jitsu. I did not. I always say, I feel like I always say this. Do you like karate or kung fu better? Probably kung fu. Why? It's like a softer style of martial arts. Okay. It's more fluid. It's very lavender of you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you remember any of your moves? Oh, my goodness. It's been so long since I've done any of it. Do you miss it? Um, in a way, I, like, have fond memories of it, but if given the opportunity to go back right now, I probably wouldn't. You have other things on your plate. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I enjoy that part and that Mm -hmm. chapter of my life, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm kind of happy where I ended that chapter and I'm... Here on a new chapter. I wanted to go back to a different chapter just because we have time. Yeah. You used to do plays and musicals and modeling. (laughs) That was a part of you, Leah. Yeah. Tell us about that. Oh, goodness. There's a lot. That was a big chapter. Um, What's your first play you ever did? Ooh. Was it? Was it? No, it was The Giver. It was the giver. It was the giver. And I remember when you got in the or no, it was after you were in the giver. I met you and you told me you were in the giver, I think. Okay. And didn't they do it in black and white? Well, yeah, obviously yeah, because all of our the cost, book. Yeah. Um so <laughs> it was awesome. really cool. Like we didn't do like black and white face paint or anything, but it still looked black and white cuz mm-hmm. of our amazing set designer and costume Costumes. designer and everything. Um but yeah, I had a like, the smallest role in the whole show. Did you have a line? I had zero lines. Aww. I walked on stage, I sat down, laughed a little bit, cried a little bit, and walked off. That was my whole part. So you were crying on cue. I, well, I faked. It wasn't like I, it was... Just a... <laughs> yeah. That kind Something of thing? Like yeah. Uh, why did you do theater? What got you into it? Um, I honestly don't know. I just remember, like, growing up, especially like in elementary school mm-hmm. when they did the musicals they would always do like the previews for the mm-hmm. elementary school and I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever mm-hmm. like 
oh my gosh, they're up on a stage. Like, especially there was one year they did High School Musical. And like, I remember that. Of course, that was back when High School Musical was huge, huge. and like newer. Um, I thought it was so cool. They were, I was like, I love this movie and they get to be like mm-hmm. Gabriella on stage. Mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. So I always, I think that's kind of where I was like, that's so cool. So they get to, to do, do that. that too. Do you have a fond memory of doing theater? It's not a part of your life right now. Do you have a memory that you kind of always hold on to, whether it was backstage, on stage, oh rehearsal? That is such a hard question because there's so many. I know, like, doing musicals and theater at Tesla, like, just messing around and hanging out with all of the other cast and crew and everyone got along so well. Um, I loved doing it at Magical Theater Company. They were always so incredible to work with. It was fun that I got to, like, miss school to do theater. Yeah! It probably um, made you feel like big time. You're missing school to be in a play. I know. I felt like a professional. <laughs> did you get paid? I did. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, That's yeah. Awesome, awesome. I, just, I have a lot of memories. It's hard to pick like just one. You were also in show choir. I was in show choir. Yes, Do I did you New like Horizons. To sing? I like to sing. Mm-hmm. I don't really sing outside of my car anymore. <laughs> She has a pretty soprano voice. She does. Uh, thank you. She played Little Red Riding Hood in Into the Woods. I, I was. Do you remember Into the Woods? It's time to go. I have to leave. I have to go. Do you remember it in it? I do. Do you want to sing? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. She was, I feel like I'm your fangirl. She played Little Red so well. She oh, looks like a Little you. Red Riding Hood. You were Little Red first, though. Oh my gosh, I was in ninth grade. The original Little Red. <laughs> I forget what that play even was. But I remember I was standing, I remember standing in place during my monologue with my basket. Yeah. Skipping. And I remember it was a great time. And I was so excited because mm-hmm. I was like on that stage. Because the Tussle stage is really big. It is. And the dressing rooms. <laughs> Those are some interesting dressing rooms. I liked them. It yeah. felt like you were in New York City. And yeah. you, there was the girl, wasn't there like a girl side and a boy side to these dressing rooms? Yeah. Or was it mixed? Well, it kind of depended. For plays, it was easier to have like a girls and a boys. Mm-hmm. But for some of the other shows, like especially like Les Mis, Beauty and the Beast, when we had such a big cast, mm-hmm. girls kind of took over both dressing rooms and the boys were kind of left to fend for themselves. Yeah, I remember that. Cause, and we had tons of people on the shows. Like, yeah. Les Mis was huge. And oh, we were all underneath. Was it underneath the stage mm-hmm. directly that the dressing rooms yeah. were or off to the side? No, it was underneath. That is, it is so Down cool. in the basement. And I loved it. Wasn't there a little monitor, too? Or am I thinking of something else? No. There wasn't? We were not that fancy. Okay, we were not that fancy. I can't recall. My memory's first. We had to, like, be really quiet and try to listen to what was going on upstairs. Or someone would, like, run upstairs and, like, poke their head into the wing to see what was going on on stage and then run back down and tell everyone. A classic theater. Yes. We actually did that at my theater in Maslin. Oh, yeah. Because it was the upstairs and okay. the, the downstairs. And you do what you got to do. Yeah. It helps theater be exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, Les Mis. 
I love so Les You introduced me to the movie. You came over to my house, I remember. Oh, yeah. Didn't you come over to my house and show me the Les Mis movie? Yeah. Do you still watch musicals? Oh, yeah. Um, I actually, I took Ben to see, I made him watch two with me. We went up to Playhouse Square. Um, so yes, I still What did enjoy. you see? We saw Wicked and Les Mis. Wicked and Les Le- <gasps> My two favorites. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I still, like, really enjoy, like, watching theater. Mm-hmm. I love musicals. Mm-hmm. I will still listen to show tunes occasionally. Yeah. Um, but yeah. If you had to pick one character from Les Mis to play, who would it be? Eponine. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Why did I even ask? She has it's always been my Eponine. favorite. Why is she your favorite? I don't know. I really don't. Mm-hmm. She's very courageous. She is. And she's a loyal friend. Yeah. And she put down her own... I feel like she had a little bit of... I don't know if she had jealousy, upset, but I, she, she put that yeah. down for a cause and for people. Yeah. And, like, she was a good, a good woman. I loved her solo, too. She had an amazing song. She did have a good song. And you could pull off an Eponine. Oh, thank you. You look like an Eponine. Thanks. I would do Fontaine. Oh, I could see I, you doing Fontaine. <laughs> I would love to be Fontaine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, we talked a little bit about your teen years. Um, yes. In your teen years, I don't know about in your early 20s if you have quite so much because you were in college, but you used to travel a lot um, yeah. across the ocean. Yes. Tell us more, Leah. Um... First time I went overseas was for band. It was for school. band. Yeah, it was for band and choir. Oh yeah. It was an honors band and honors choir. It was high school students all over the state. Oh wow. Went to seven different countries. Which countries? Um, England, France, Switzerland, Italy. Austria, Germany, and Liechtenstein. You went to a lot. And how many weeks did you get to all those? It was just over two weeks. Which yeah. uh, country kind of stood out to you the most? Like you would want to, if you could revisit one of those tomorrow, which one would it be? Austria. Why Austria? It was gorgeous i mean all of them were Mm -hmm. but austria we were like out in the countryside in the hills (laughs) everyone was running like down the side of the mountain Mm -hmm. singing the sound of music music. um you want to sing Leah? okay (laughs) especially because we were all choir kids too Mm -hmm. it was choir band and orchestra um but yeah we i don't yeah we got to see where they t- held one of the Winter Olympics. I can't remember which year it was. You saw where they held the Olympics or actually yeah. saw the Olympics? No, we saw where they held the Olympics. That's really it was neat. in the middle of summer, but it was like a Winter Olympics. Okay. But we did get to see, we saw their ski jump mm-hmm. where they had it from the Olympics. And we saw the Austrian Olympic team practicing, oh, actually. Wow. So that was, that was really cool. A little sneak peek back behind the scenes. I know. I fun. like that. Um, where where else have you traveled, or what? Where else have you traveled again? Because you've been overseas a couple times. Yeah, haven't I've, you? I've been twice. Okay, so that was the first time was in 2017, and then the second time, I went to Belgium as an exchange student in 2020, spring of 2020. 
Did you have any fear about being an exchange student or were you ready? Um, I had a, uh, yeah, I definitely had some fears. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a lot easier knowing that I was going there and especially going to a place where I knew people. Mm -hmm. Um, cause you know, we had Marie, mm -hmm. she stayed with us, um, and she lived there. Mm-hmm. So it was really helpful. That's comforting. Yeah. She definitely helped ease a lot of my worries because, mm -hmm. like, any questions I had, I like, would talk to her about. And she she was incredible. What I are some her. things you learned when you were there? Whether it was about life or just um, anything. Oof. They do things. They do a lot of things different over there. A lot of things are pretty similar. Um, one of the biggest things was... Um, like public transportation over here like everyone drives mm -hmm. over there i took the bus everywhere do you like that um i don't know there's like pros and cons to both sometimes i kind of wish like mm -hmm. we had more public transportation over there but sometimes it's easier to just like hop in my own car and go yeah because you have a little bit more independence probably yeah you can just go if you want to go if you want to go get a french fry at 1002 you can go get your french fry yeah you know what i mean but over there it's also like public transportation runs a lot more frequently so it's mm -hmm. like a lot easier to mm -hmm. get places quicker you can structure it out okay yeah. probably uh did you see any landmarks that were really fascinating <laughs> um i saw the atomium which is like this big it looks like an atom. Mm -hmm. That's why it's called the atomium. Mm -hmm. It's got, like, a bunch of different spheres. And there's, like, tunnels connecting it. And it's an office building. Really? It's so cool. Um, so that was pretty neat to see. And then I also got to see... <laughs> this is one of the, like, statues that Belgium is most known for. It's called Mannequin Piss. It is... Um, it's a statue of a little boy and he's peeing into a fountain. Did you take a picture of it? I did. He was dressed up for Chinese New Year. Oh my goodness. That, you know what? That's not something you're going to see every yeah. day. There's a story that goes behind it. It's like a folk tale, I guess, over there. Um... Some people say that there was, like, a big fire that broke out, and this little boy ran over and peed on it and put it out, and he was, like, a hero. Is it and real? I don't think so. You said folk tales, so. Yeah. Okay. So no one knows, like, where it came from, but mm -hmm. there is a statue of a little boy peeing. I love that. And he then later they himself. added a little girl. Is she peeing? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> She's in a different part of Brussels, but, yeah, there's. There's yeah. a little girl somewhere else peeing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That is so fun. That's a good, I don't know. That's a good little story to tell. And it's also a good sense of, good sense of humor almost. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, are the boy and the girl supposed to be like the same age? Yeah. Maybe they're brother and sister. Maybe they are. And they've started this, you know, helping people just with their pee. You know, maybe don't they know. don't have, they might not have money to give. They might not always have the right words to share. Yeah. But they've got pee. Uh, and yeah. if it yeah. comes with <laughs> Yeah, that's that is like what Belgium is known for. I love it. Mannequin piss. I love it. Okay, well let's fast forward to college. Yes. You went to college for what? Criminal justice. Criminal justice. What was the hardest thing about going to school for criminal justice? 
That, um, I feel, would wear at you. It does. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. It is very heavy, especially, like, some of the victimization classes. Um, but that's, like, who you're working with, so you, like, have to get to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing is politics. There's a lot of politics in yes. criminal justice? Yeah. Okay. Especially with all of, like, the movements that are happening. I won't get too much into it. And you talked about those in your classes? Yeah. They definitely affect, like, policing because, Mm -hmm. I mean, police are obviously funded through, like, states and Mm -hmm. federal and there's different levels and everything. Um, So politics definitely has a a much bigger role in criminal justice than I ever thought before going in. So that was another thing that was kind of like I was eye opening. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think when you were in school for criminal justice, I'd want to switch my major, or were you sure that's what you wanted? I I mean I yeah, I think every college student kind of has that when they're like the classes are hard mm-hmm. and they've got all these assignments due. They're like, is this really what I want to do? Mm-hmm. But kind of like cold feet yeah mm-hmm. you just kind of have that like this is rough do I want to do this forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but at the end of it at the end of the day I I really enjoyed it why did you choose criminal justice um I chose criminal justice because of my background in martial arts I wanted mm-hmm. to use that skill set in a way that could help people Mm-hmm. And I, so I was like, law enforcement, mm-hmm. I'll do that. So that's mm-hmm. what I went in. You went in for law enforcement. And are you in law enforcement now? No, I am not. What are you in? I am serving victims now. Um, I'm in a case management position. So it's um, pretty similar to actually social work, mm-hmm. um, which kind of goes hand in hand with law enforcement. Mm-hmm. We we do work with law enforcement a lot, mm-hmm. but I personally am not a law enforcement officer like I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right now I work at Rahab Ministries. We are a faith-based nonprofit. Um, we serve um, those affected by human trafficking in Northeast Ohio. You are serving so many people, Leah. That is such a beautiful thing and a brave thing to be doing. Um, Do you ever have fear in your line of work or? Mm, Not really. I mean, there's not like any dangerous situations Mm -hmm. that I go into that I would if I was doing law enforcement. Okay. Um, It's a lot more laid back. Mm -hmm. When did you decide to not go into law enforcement, but to work, you know, with Rahab or did it just kind of naturally come with graduating and moving into this chapter? Um, it was my senior year of college. I was set to go to police academy my last semester of college because mm-hmm. we had a police academy at YSU that counted towards our curriculum. But I had my hip started hurting again and it got really bad and I ended up having another hip surgery my last semester in college Mm -hmm. um yeah and I was like well 
I've got a hip injury. That's going to make it kind of hard to do like Mm -hmm. physical fitness requirements Mm -hmm. for police academy. Mm -hmm. So I asked one of my professors, I was like, listen, I am interested in like working with human trafficking, doing something with trafficking, whether it's law enforcement or working with victims or Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe even like legislation or like kind of shifting gears and doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, or counseling and like counseling victims or something like that. I was like, help me. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I've been, I had these horse blinders on for Mm -hmm. four years. I was like, I'm going to be a law enforcement officer. I'm going to go into the Mm -hmm. police. I'm going to work my way up. I'm going to eventually go into the FBI. Yes. That's what I'm going to do. That's what you wanted so bad. And that hip injury was like, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that was God. I was on a path that God didn't want me to be on. Mm -hmm. And I think that was God's way of like, nope, Mm -hmm. you're going to be here. So there was an event that our on-campus coalition hosted at YSU. And Rahab came and they spoke about what they do and all that kind of stuff. And I went up and talked to them because I had a bunch of hygiene items that we don't or that we collected at a drive for them and I wasn't sure where their offices were at to Mm -hmm. donate them Mm -hmm. so I was talking to them about that and the more we talked the more they were like what about an internship and I was like okay so I did an internship and now I'm working there the rest is history yeah amazing Leah truly amazing uh what was one of your best memories from college I love college. Let me just tell you. I have always been in college. Oh, my gosh. I'll be 80 and I'll be in college. I know. There's sometimes that I, like, think about going back to get my master's just to go back to college. Because <laughs> I, I loved college. College yeah. was amazing. Yeah. It was a, a completely different experience than high school. I, you know. You flourished, you think? I definitely think so. Mm-hmm. I kind of forced myself to break out of my shell and, yeah. like, make new friends. Mm-hmm. I went to Youngstown State because I didn't know anybody else that was going there. I was like, I want to meet new people. I grew up, you know, in this community. We Mm -hmm. grow up with the same people that, Mm -hmm. you know, since you're four years old, you Mm -hmm. go to preschool together, you all the way up until you graduate. And then everyone goes to the local colleges. I mean, not everyone, but Mm -hmm. most people do. And I wanted to go somewhere different and Mm -hmm. kind of branch out. What did you love about going there? Do you have a moment, even just the smallest moment, I tried a really great pretzel, anything, a moment that you really loved when you were in school? Um, of course, meeting your fiance. Yes. Um, I think, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Ben's, Ben's pretty okay. <laughs> He's great. I love him. But I think joining, like, different organizations that I never thought I would. Like what? Me um, one. I joined a sorority. That, okay. I was surprised because I, I thought. I kind of shocked everyone. It shocked me because I'm like, I feel like I would join. I feel like, I feel like, okay, gosh, I can't talk. I feel like I would seem like someone that might join a sorority, mm-hmm. but I don't want to join a sorority. Yeah. And I remember you joining a sorority. I was like, Where's this coming from? Because you're so lavender, Leah, Leah Lavender. I guess lavender can be the sorority. But if you knew Leah, it was shocking because you were really putting yourself out there to be in a community of all these girls you didn't know. Mm -hmm. And that's a little bit of, 
you know what? Brave describes you. I think that's a word that really describes who you are. You're very brave. Thanks. And I feel like that's a brave thing to do is join a sorority. Yeah, I kind of did it to like, again, force myself to be outgoing and meet new people because I didn't know anyone. I was Mm -hmm. like, well, I'm going to be here for four years. Let's make friends. Let's make the most of it. I want to have, you know, an amazing experience. So I'm going to make an amazing experience for myself. So I joined a sorority. I met a bunch of amazing women. I love that. Um, Made a bunch of new friends. It was a great chapter of my life. Um, Joined, you know, campus ministry. Met other amazing friends there. Weren't you a security guard? I was. I worked for student (laughs) security. (laughs) Was that scary? No. What did you do? Just roam around? (laughs) Um... Our job sounds, it sounds a lot more intimidating than it actually is. Oh, okay. The main thing that we did was we would get calls if there were people on campus that were either handicapped or elderly or couldn't get around very well. Oh, we had okay. golf carts, so we would go and pick them up and take them where they needed to oh, go on campus. Serving people. Um, And at the end of the day, we locked all the buildings up. That was... That was my job. Did that take a long time to lock all the buildings? Or was it creepy being in the buildings at night? Um, at first it kind of was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm used to being on campus, like, during the day and, like, it's busy. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're walking around campus at 11 o'clock at night and it's empty. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of peaceful. Mm-hmm. It was nice being able to, like, just walk around and have that time to myself. And, Yeah. It's kind of cool. I felt like, I felt Brave. cool because I was the only one on campus. I'm like. Did you have to wear a uniform? Yes. Did um, I, Did you look like a little guard? Our uniform was basically just a safety vest. Oh, okay. So not really. Was it bulletproof? No, it was oh, not. Okay. It was like one of those mesh ones that had like the reflective tape on it. You oh, see them okay. like mostly for like construction. Yeah. Bars were red and said like YSU security on the back. I love that. So what's something you hope? What's a memory you hope to have in your future? It can be anything. Anything out of the blue. Um, I don't know. I feel like I should go with the obvious and say getting married. Obviously, I'm looking forward to that. But I also oh, yeah. feel like that's a very, like, cliche memory. It's not cliche. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Is there a memory you hope to have with Ben? Ooh. Like, something you want to go do together? Something you want to experience together? I'm, You know, you have your whole life. You want to experience everything. But just... You know, one thing out of the blue. Like, I think, you know, of course, with me, like, when I get married, I want to have kids. That's a memory mm-hmm. I want to experience. I want to have that time we pick out the name for our child, mm-hmm. and then the child is with us for the first time. Or, you know, I, I'm i like, man, I want to go and ride horses in the mountains somewhere with this person for the first time. You know, just yeah. things like that. Is there a memory? Picking out your first home together. Yeah. I don't, you know, is there a memory you want to have? I think, um... I think there's two that I'm thinking of right now. One is like getting our first house and moving in and making a place that is ours Mm -hmm. and not mine, not his, but it's our place and Mm -hmm. it's a fresh start and Mm -hmm. it's like our new chapter where we can start our own family Mm -hmm. and do all of the stuff. And then the other thing is, um, I want to go on mission trips together. Um, we've talked about it and he's gone on one missions trip. I have never gone on a missions trip, but I definitely like want to do that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's local, whether it's foreign, whether it's like a week, a month, I don't know. I just like, I want to go on a missions trip and 
that'll lead me into my question here. You know, I was describing earlier, you know, I see God in everyday life. Mm -hmm. I mean, every day I catch myself thinking, oh my goodness, look at that little rabbit with the floppy ears. How can you not believe in God? Or look at the way the rainbow's sitting on a long, tiring day. Mm -hmm. How can that not be God? Or, you know, I'm reading my Bible and I just feel like God's got me in his hands. Or I look at a beautiful flower that I really need to see a pop of color. You know, God's everywhere. Yeah. What is one way you see God in everyday life? Um, I think through working with kids, whether it's like at my full-time job at rehab, whether it's like volunteering and working with my girls, um, Mm -hmm. Ben always tells me, he laughs, he's like, you have a gift with kids. And I never really thought that, I mean, I used to babysit and nanny Mm -hmm. and you know, all that kind of stuff. And I didn't think I had like a special touch with kids, but Mm -hmm. like, I'm starting to realize that like, you know, God has kind of given me a way to connect with kids, Mm -hmm. um, and teenagers. And I always was like, I'm not going to work with kids. I never wanted to work with kids. Never wanted to be a teacher. Or you always like that. found yourself working with kids. But here I am working with high schoolers. Do you want to have kids? Um. Or is that a hard question to answer right now? I've always said no. I always like never thought, never saw myself with kids. Really? But this was also, I've always been very career driven. So whenever oh. I pictured my future... I always pictured my career. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I wasn't more family oriented. Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, Mm -hmm. envision the big white wedding. Mm -hmm. I didn't envision, you know, the house with the big events. I didn't envision kids and all that. I always envisioned me and my career and my dogs. And your dogs. I always knew I wanted dogs, but, um, you know, now that my career has kind of shifted away from what I originally wanted Mm -hmm. and what I planned. God was like, Nope, we've got other plans. So, um, I don't know if I want kids. You have your whole life ahead of you. Yeah. I'm not like, no, I don't want kids. I want to, cause before I was like, I'm going to work for the FBI. I don't want kids. Like you wanted to, cause you wanted to protect them and focus on the job. But now I'm like, I work with kids and I'm like, I have more of a steady job. I'm not like traveling Mm -hmm. for work and stuff like I thought I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I guess I don't really know right now. Time will tell. Yeah. You either will or you won't. Mm -hmm. And I just curious. um, Cause I always, I'm like, I love kids. I love animals. And so I'm just, that's just me. And Mm -hmm. so I know people get annoyed with the question of, do you want kids? Are you going to have kids? And I don't mean to annoy people with it. It's just something that it's, I'm like, I can't wait to have eight yeah. kids one day. No, I know. You know what I mean? I, know. I can't wait to have a whole farm. You, You've just... always been, like, a mom. And I know, like, <laughs> people tell me, like, I'm the mom of the friend group. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, um, we went to Cedar Point one time with a big friend group. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, oh, my gosh, my he- I have a headache. And someone was like, go see Mom Leah. She's got mm-hmm. Advil in her backpack. I love it. Yeah. That's so sweet, Leah. Well, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, you're I'm an- just kind of. Placing it in God's hands, it's like, Place, that's it's all you plan, can do. And I'm just here to fulfill it. Yeah, you're an amazing girl. Thank I'm you. grateful to know you. Awesome. I see you 
but twice a year. (laughs) (laughs) But it's amazing when I do see you because you're just a solid human being that I'm grateful to know. So sweet. Oh my gosh. Um, but thank you so much for doing this interview, Leah. Is there anything else you want to tell folks um, about you? Oh my goodness. I don't think there's anything else. I mean, I'm kind of an open book. Do you read books? Not as much as I used to. What was your favorite book growing up? There's a book series. What was it? There's Nancy Drew. I was wondering. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, is she going to say Nancy? Nancy? Is she yeah, going to say Nancy? Nancy Why'd you Drew. like Nancy Drew? Nancy Drew was a brave girl, and her old-fashioned bindings were yellow. And you know, she was a detective, mm-hmm. and that's what I always wanted to be. <gasps> Actually, I, I wonder if that's where it came from. That like, could be I it. admired Nancy Drew, and I loved her, and I've always said I was going to be like her. Do you remember any of her books? Oh, my goodness. Um... Not specifically. I don't remember, like, details. I have a few of them upstairs still. Do you remember the computer games? <laughs> I love... They're coming out yes. with a new one, I think. Oh, my gosh, they are? Yes, it's been I remember so when, long. I remember when you and I would sit in your bedroom. <laughs> we'd have sleepovers. We wouldn't sleep at all. <laughs> we'd stay up till 5 o'clock in the morning playing on your laptop. Yes. The Nancy Drew PC game. Best thing ever. I had... I had a... Nancy Drew game on my Nintendo DS. Oh, was it the one where you, like, was it like a castle? Maybe. No, the one I had was like a beach house, I think. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. I love it. Well, Leah, I love you. Um, Thank you you for being here tonight. I love that the sun has set over the time we've been sitting here. Um, The sun was out, the cows were mooing, and now I hear the crickets coming out. I know. it's, It's so peaceful. Well, I hope everyone gets to go look at the stars tonight, if available to you, unless you're amongst some clouds, or perhaps it's daytime right now for you and you might not be able to see those stars, (laughs) but have a beautiful rest of your night.